بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد my brothers and sisters somebody asked me to share some lessons from my life so here goes inshallah um, there are couple of books that I've written also which you might like to read. One is called Inner Teacup, another one is called From India to the Indies. Um, then there's a book called The Entrepreneur's Diary. Uh, then there's a book called A Journey of Faith. Uh, I would suggest these books if you want to read about my life and my learnings. All of these are uh, different aspects of my life and learning which I try to write down. So if you're interested, they, all these books are, on, are there on Amazon and Kindle and so on. Now, the first and foremost lesson that I learned and I remind myself constantly and I try to implement that in my life and I strongly, strongly advise you. And this is a lesson, I advise you to do the same. This is a lesson that if you stick to that, you cannot go wrong. There's absolutely no way that you can go wrong. And that lesson is, make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number one in your life. Make Allah number one in your life. What does that mean? It means that you consciously, and that is the key word, the key word is consciously, deliberately. You consciously do everything. You say everything, you do everything, you take every decision. And by every, I mean every single one of them. There's no question of small one, large one, you know, costly and cheap. and Every decision, every speech. Do that after asking yourself a question. The question is, will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with what I'm doing? Or what I'm going to do, not doing, going to do. Will Allah be pleased with what I'm going to do? And if the answer is yes, of course, then go ahead and do it. If the answer is nope, then leave it. And if the answer is I'm not sure, then don't do it until you make sure, until you find out whether Allah will be pleased or not. And as I said, this applies to every single decision in your and my life. Every single, without exception. Every single decision. Make Allah number one in your life. The benefit of making Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number one in your life is that you can't possibly go wrong. Because if you are doing everything to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it automatically means that you will not do anything which is negative, which is displeasing to Allah which automatically means, which is something which is potentially harmful to you and me. Because remember, every single thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered is for our benefit. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself is huwa samad. He is beyond every benefit and every harm that can happen to a human being or to any creature. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nothing can harm him and nothing can benefit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all harm and all benefit is ours. Uh, if something is harmful, it is harmful to us. 
If something is beneficial, it is beneficial to us. It's not nothing to do with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the sense of he will not be harmed by what we do and he will not be benefited by what we do. If the entire world and all the human beings and jinn it contains collectively become as pious and as good and as kind and as merciful and as charitable and, and list the, all the good qualities as the best of them, it will not change Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's glory and majesty one which. And the opposite, if all of them get together and become as bad and as worse as shaitan himself, it will not affect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's glory and majesty one bit. So all that we do is for ourselves. And that's why I say to myself and I say to anyone who is willing to listen, factor Allah into the equation because he is in it anyway. Factor Allah into the equation because he is in it anyway. I think if you remember this one simple thing that I want to make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number one in my life. Believe me, nothing can stop you from being the most successful human being in your lifetime. In your circumstances, in your situation, in your country, in, in the world. The most successful person. And the reason I'm saying that is because ultimate success and failure depends on what happens after we die. Ultimate success and failure depends on what happens after we die. SubhanAllah, in these days that I have been away from Hyderabad, I've lost so many very close and very dear friends. And the last of them, and subhanAllah, I I don't want to get into the uh, spin of uh, trying to describe who was closer and who was was dearer. Uh, But Adnan Bhai's death is really, really hit me. But before him, Saeed died, Dr. Saeed Zafar. Saeed and I went to school together. We were in the same class in school from the we were together in school from, I think, if I'm not mistaken, from about uh, age 10 onwards. I was in the school from age 5, and Saeed came later, so um, from about age 10 onwards. So Saeed and I were friends for over 50 years. Saeed died. Before Saeed, my very dear friend Afzal died. Um, Saeed Muhammad Afzal, Hassan Afzal, uh, from Aligarh. Who was in, who was in uh, ADG and uh, MP. Uh, a, he's an IP, IPS officer, ADG, and he was uh, MP Carter. Um, and then my very close and dear friend, Suresh Menon, died uh, very suddenly. And he was my, uh, from the planting days, uh, he was my sister and one of my closest and dearest friends. Suresh Menon died. One after the other. I mean, as so many of yeah, Imtiaz died, you know, very again, uh, very dear friend and also you know related to me, and uh, he passed away. And then our very dear friend and elder and so wonderful man, uh, close to so many all of us, uh, Judge uh, just Judge Ismail Setsab, he passed away. 
And I, the point I'm making here is that one after the other, one after the other, we all go. And the, the parameter of success is فَمَنْ زُحْزِعَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَاز Allah SWT said the one who has been freed from the hellfire and entered into Jannah, only that person is successful. Because the common thing about all of these people, every single one of them, and believe me, that is the same thing which will happen to us as well. And the common thing between all of them is that they went alone. All that they had in this world, whether it was money, whether it was position, whether it was authority, whether it was rank, whether it was influence, whether it was family, wives and children and so on and so forth. All of that got left behind. And ours also will be left behind. Believe me, this is nothing new that I'm telling you. Nothing new that I'm reminding myself. Nothing new that I'm saying that you didn't know before. The issue is... Are we conscious of this? Is this top of the mind concern for us? Because only that will determine success and failure. The person who dies with Iman on Islam, the person who dies trying to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seeking repentance for his sins and so on, inshallah will be successful, inshallah will be among those who, about whom Allah said, Those who have been freed from the fire and who have entered Jannah. But those who die without Islam, without Iman, those who die disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not even fulfilling the first and most important critical fard, first and most important critical duty that we have to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the very purpose of our creation, the physical manifestation, the physical evidence that we are on la ilaha illallah, that there is no one worthy of worship except Allah, Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that there is no one, and that we follow Muhammad sallallahu and that he is the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The proof of that, the evidence of that is salah, is our prayer, the five prayers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made fard upon the Muslim, man and woman. So if we are among those who do not even pray, who do not even uh, show allegiance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by fulfilling this, the most basic and fundamental principle of Islam, about which Rasulullah said, Al-Ahadu ladhi baynana wa baynahum as-salah he said that the differentiator, the dividing line, the boundary between them, meaning those who are not Muslim and us, is the Salah, the one who left it, has left Islam. Now if we are among those, then may Allah help us. I don't want to say anything more about that. So seriously, I remind myself and you, let us change ourselves before the day comes when we will meet Allah. As I mentioned, all these friends of mine who passed away, they all met Allah. And what happens to them depends on what they did in this, in this life. 
exactly the same thing will happen to us and what happens to us then will depend on what we choose to do in this life ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to make himself the number one concern for ourselves be concerned about nobody and nothing more than the concern for the pleasure of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and subhanallah believe me if you do that then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make sure that everything else of yours falls in line you please allah and everyone else will please you you please allah and everyone else will respect you and they will uh, look up to you all of that if you displease allah the opposite will happen that's the key message that i want to leave with you wa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika ya rahman